So that's good. All right, so now we got we got the ball rolling a little bit. Um, Lynn rolling, rolling, right. All right, so we also made a little bit of a change. So which you'll hear in just a second. All right. So welcome to the first episode of Night Drop. We made a name change because we didn't like Dumpster Cast. We felt those a little negative. Um, so on the first episode of Night Drop, I wanted to start our our podcast with the word of the day, and that's yield. Y I E L D yield. It's on those little triangle signs you see on the road. And I just want to share the definition with some of you motherfuckers. <laughs> yield means to let other road users go first. A yield sign assigns the right of way to traffic in certain intersections. If you see a yield sign ahead, be prepared to let other drivers crossing your road take the right away. That doesn't mean fucking floor it. That doesn't mean floor the fucking intersection like, I'm going to go first. No, it means stop. Let me go. I have the right of way. You sound like you're speaking from that's personal yield. experience. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yield. That's that's our word of the day. Um, <laughs> Got some anger out there. <laughs> I may have had a bad morning with uh, two cars at an intersection. You don't say. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, drivers are absolutely aggravating. It's terrible, man. Especially these Denton drivers. What are you talking about? Oh, Christian? What? Oh, God. (laughs) 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 Uh, People aggravate. Uh, Just because I said it, but I guess whatever. Um, One of my favorite people I watch occasionally on YouTube had the best description of everyone is monkey drivers. And the only way to make roads safe is if we remove monkey drivers. If we remove people. (laughs) Yeah. Alright. So now that we have that out of the way, so Logan and I have a snack for today. Um, Do I know what this is? Eh. (laughs) I'll find out here in a sec. Do I know what this is? No, because I deleted the screenshot that had the name (laughs) of the item on it. (laughs) Did you just open it? You deleted that one? Uh, Maybe on accident. I haven't said on Target. So they're called Spanakopita. It's a Greek pastry. That is... It's a Greek pastry. Greek-inspired. Philo pastry. With spinach and feta cheese filling. Hmm. And Christian has wine. What kind of <laughs> wine are you drinking, bro? I don't have the glass yet, but it's um actually called Confetti Sweet Red Wine. I think I mentioned to you, uh, that I got it to you like um I think it was last week. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, you let, the look you gave me was like I imagine you'll make that same look whenever your eventual child is born. Like, that's how happy and proud you look. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Oh, that, that, that's about it. I haven't got actually got the glass yet. Oh, what the fuck? Well, then why don't we start? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, ma'am. Like, I've, already drank, I've already drank some of it, though, so it's not really Here. a big issue. I just need to refill my glass is what I meant. Oh, okay. Hey, we're already vibing. We, we are. So I'm going to get nice and close to the mic. Just so you can hear this, this wonderful crunch. Such a wonderful mm. crunching noise. Mm. Okay, dude, this is about to turn hey, into, hey, a, hey, very, hey, hey, to, turn hey, into hey. a very, very NSFW podcast. <laughs> you, you, you don't need the ASMR moaning in the ears. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen you this happy with food. At least not in a while. Good. It is pretty good for a little Target snack. Yeah, it's just something you throw in the oven for fifteen minutes. It's fucking great. Right. Wait, you said you got that from Target? Yeah, I made it by hand. As in, oh, I put it 
in the oven with my hands. <laughs> so you cook it. You cooking bastard. I mean, yeah. All right. So I kind of would. I have. I just have like one little story I want to talk about. I don't really know your story, but it's um the third round of stimulus checks. The second wave of them went out on Wednesday. Did you finally get yours? I did not know. Um, but I wanted to see what people are spending their their third stimulus check on, right? Duh. There were two items that had a massive markup in sales. The first was a PS5 at 551%. Yeah. Of course. The second is a rose... It's called a rose sex toy. At three hundred and thirty-four percent. Wait, wait. Did you just say a rose sex toy? Yes. Now I found that? a lot of. I I just Google it. Um. Oh. And uh, there's di- a lot of different variations. There's like a one that's supposed to like simulate oral. There's one that you just. It's a a Kegel. Kegel? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to look this shit up. Do I need to go into safe browser? Probably. No, <laughs> just go on Amazon. Oh, no. They're very commonly searched. I mean, it's a bestseller. It, it, <laughs> the sales raised by 334%, so I mean, they, they did pretty well. You said it was Rose? R-O-S-E? Yep. <sighs> I thought it was very interesting. Mm. Oh god, man. <laughs> it's really good. Well, <laughs> so fucking good. This... This is... No, I need to, um... Nope, this is... There's side. a lot That's of them. Alright, so... Next story, who's up next? I mean... I'm this, still trying to figure... Fi- I'm still trying to find this little rose expo here. The fun. I mean, it's not funny, it's kind of sad, but... I have several. Some of them are just high or hit like 30 second little buzzes. But one that I wanted to mention was um, a man from Georgia received his last. He was having trouble receiving his last paycheck from his employer. And he worked at an auto, auto shop, a repair shop for a year. And then um, he had known his boss for eight years. He apparently there were uh, unsatisfiable working conditions that were just he it had taken a toll on him over over time so he gave us two weeks and was supposed to receive his final 915 dollar check in january come january the check never arrives um earlier this month a barrel of ninety-one thousand oily pennies that weighed over 500 pounds was dumped in his driveway with an explicit message from his old employer that said fuck you on it so all that hard work that he endured for a year and eight years of knowing this man personally, he gets $915 in pennies and now has to deep clean them before he can go cash them in or deposit them or whatever. So I don't know what kind of fuck face you have to be as a boss to do that to an employer, regardless of the old relationship. But... That poor coin machine. <laughs> that thing's gonna jam like sixteen times. Mm-hmm. Imagine <laughs> that shipment to the Fed. Huh? Imagine that shipment to the Fed. Oh, that. Oh God, that would take weeks. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the main one. Um, and then I can let someone else go, but the rest of mine are just kind of quick. There's a couple in here that could leave some more room to discussion, but most of them are just kind of like, "Here's what's up," and. Things like that. So I've been bedridden since Thursday, since <laughs> last Thursday. So I don't. Have, I didn't really have much. Hey, that I got you covered. Whoa! What week. happened there? What happened there? Well, why? Why were you bedridden? I don't know yet. I'm going to the doctor on Monday to figure it out. Huh? This is news to me. Yeah. I've never. I. So it's been like a a mixture of acid reflux and chest pain. And t- like difficulty breathing, super super lethargic. So, 
Yeah. On Monday, I'm gonna go figure out what the fuck's going on. That, that, that is definitely, uh, something you might want to get checked out. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So, um, Christian, do you have anything notable that you've observed this past week that you would like to kind of highlight, provide? People are very irresponsible with money. That is so. Yeah, we see that on a regular basis. Well, yeah, I work at a, the, the casino, as we all know. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say which casino. But uh, stimulus checks comes out, our parking lot is full. So there's oh, a bunch of motherfuck there's a bunch of motherfuckers who uh, get uh fifteen hundred if not more money from the government and they decide to go pay it to a casino. I feel very disappointed in people. Yeah, I can imagine the those parking lot's probably been extremely full. Been pretty ridiculous. And we're finally reopening a full capacity, so the chair migration is happening again. But, otherwise, good place. Don't suggest going. Good place. Good place to work, not a good place to be. (laughs) In my opinion. No, I totally agree. Oh, So, uh, in the world of psychology, there's actually... I, I love psychology. Love to death. That you do. Um, have you ever walked into a room and you're like, why the fuck am I here? Every day. <laughs> Every hour. <laughs> I wake up I, thinking, why no, am no, I here? No, I, I mean, like, you walk into the room and forget what you're here. You forget here. the purpose. Not just like, why, why the fuck am I alive kind of thing. Not that. Um, but you but go the, in to get a sandwich and you go into a kitchen and you're like, why am I in a kitchen? Why did I leave the comfort of my room? Yes. Yeah. Or there's there's this thing called the doorway effect, right? But it's not only when you go into another room, but when you're in the same space doing different things, right? Like, say, we're at work. When I was at uh, SSG, right? My my last job. And I was working on the website, working on the website, and someone asked me to do something. So I'd go back, and I'd try to come back to what I was doing beforehand, and I'd completely space on what I was doing. Well, this doorway effect, as it's, as it's called, isn't necessarily the act of walking through the doorway. It's the change of scenery. It's so the major change of scenery that triggers something in your brain that goes, I'm in a new space. I'm doing something different. And just kind of, it, that's that's what triggers that effect. I don't know 100% about it. I just, I read a tiny little article on it. That was really interesting. Wanted to bring it up because I do this all the time. I forget so much. <laughs> What's well, like your brain is focused on an, like one like adherent task. It's like you gotta put these files away, and then your like you said, your eyes see the the break room or just another station entirely, and you come back, and it was like, okay, I need to put these files on top of my PC and just watch them grow. <laughs> your, mm-hmm. your brain just, you remember that you had to do something with files, but in terms of that exact process, you have no goddamn idea because that is completely spaced and now you're back to square one. So What's really strange is that in this, uh, in this article uh, that I have right here, um, they had a total of 74 volunteers they were asked to move through uh, computer-generated rooms in, like, you know, VR. Um, trying to remember certain objects from previous rooms, right? Um, such as, like, a, a blue cone or a yellow cross, right? And they couldn't find it. Um, so they made it more difficult. And what they when they started encountering the story effect is when they had to move backwards, which I find very weird. So you go into these rooms and you're asked to find these things and then you go backwards trying to do the same things and your working memory gets overloaded and you start forgetting. 
I, that's just that's just weird to me. Your your brain takes on too many tasks. Like yeah yeah yeah. I'm uh I'm uh, I looked it up when you mentioned it, and I'm reading a, a small article here, and it mentions that uh humans' brains are uh, episodic. That uh as uh opposed to being clear linear narrations, which means that it it is split into segments, and hungrily depends on the person who is forming them. I'll actually link this article in ch chat just in case you want to actually look at it yourself. Because it might be a different article than the one you found. All right. But uh, reading about that, it's fairly interesting. Uh, it's talking about the uh, being episodic and all that stuff. And talking about how like it, going through a doorway will uh, trigger like a change in episode, per se. Yeah, it's that massive change in scenery that, that I was talking about that is what triggers. Like, say if you're going to, the, if you're going to from your kitchen to your um, dining room, but there's not a massive change in scenery. There's still tile on the floor. There's still a chandelier that shines the same amount of light. Um, the colors are kind of the same. It's not going to trigger the same effect as you going from the kitchen to the uh, the uh, living room where there's carpet, there's different furniture, there's different colors of furniture. Um, there's a TV playing that has, you know, stuff that's completely nonsensical or not nonsensical. Um, that's not pertinent to what you're doing as you're walking into the dining or the living room to the relevant situation. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, as, as someone who's going into the field of psychology, I was like, <laughs> Say what? Dumbed down version. We're all stupid <laughs> and very forgetful creatures. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You told us to do something. We're gonna do it, and you're like, "All right, well, you can go back to what you're doing." And you're like, uh, uh. <laughs> "But I, but I had to finish this." Was I? Uh... I was making bread, sir. You, <laughs> you work on a plane. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is very. That is that is crazy that like we're at that point where analyses can be done on like the actual, like, psycho and mental behavioral side of things. It's interesting that we're at the point in psychology where we can study the art of forgetting things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fascinating. Uh, just reading through the article, like they don't really have any concrete explanation for it, but you know. We just, just fucking forget. Yeah. <laughs> we just yeah. forget. It's believed walking through a doorway resets the memory to make room for the creation of a new episode. In nerd terms, it's a brief exp uh, experience of crossing from one room to another through a doorway. It's called the location updating effect. It's pretty cool. It just it's one of those things about the brain that kind of fascinate that can fascinate really quickly like the um the you are two. The theory of uh, from split brain patients you know that small bridge that connects the brains if you split it in half then pe some people have experienced two different people in a sense in their body where their left half will see one item and grab it where the right will do something else like slap the item away slap the item away choose a completely different item try to explain why the left half grabbed an item Water. <laughs> that that was a, a study that I kind of looked up when I was just surfing the web and found the, uh, the basically the be best place I know of to explain it was of course CPG Gray. I think I mentioned it to you guys a couple times, but he has a video all about it, and it's just one of those things that really fascinated me to watch. Just hearing the explanations that he found. Com completely off topic, but when I bought these snacks, I realized as I was um, walking out of the store, they came in packs of 12. And I was like, fuck, I bought way too many of these things. Sopa, concrete, sopa, the treat. Rewind. Let's try that one more time. Are you sure you're not the one drinking wine, mate? <laughs> it's a Greek word, man. It's tough. <laughs> so, so us Americans don't do foreign well. <laughs> sucking, it looked like sucking something, or so can Papa Sp spank spana spanacopita 
Spanakopita. Spanakopita. Okay. Spanakopita. Yeah. So. Spanakopita. Yeah. Spanakopita. You got Spanakopita. it locked? You got Spanakopita. it? Spanakopita. Okay, it's in your brain now. I'm going to forget it in like five seconds. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to the app and look at it. I'm going to go, fuck, how did I forget that? Oh my god. Um, Spanakopita. Spanakopita. Cool. We got it. You got it unlocked. Got, got it unlocked. Got down pat. Spanakopita. Okay, well. <laughs> Come you, back to me you, in like two minutes. You get, <laughs> And you'll be like. <laughs> You're like Genesis Qua. <laughs> Come back to me in five minutes. I'll be like Spankola. Spankola. <laughs> All right, what you got? Okay, so I'm gonna go through first and just kind of rattle off the ones that can be summed up in like 30 seconds, and then kind of dive in to the ones that either go together or use a little bit more discussion. Um, nothing that I think is actually. There is a couple here that are. That piqued my interest a lot. But first with the rapid fire one. So, um, starting March 29th, the COVID-19 vaccine will be available for all adults in Texas. So, saw that. that's pretty cool that now it's on public access. So, that's upcoming. Um, if you were eligible for the third stimulus and you did not receive a direct deposit by this past Wednesday, March 24th, the Treasury has confirmed you will be getting a mail check. So, that's cool that there's a sense of assurance for people that have not yet received it. Me! Yeah. <laughs> Same. Um, there is, uh, I, I only saved this because of my boy Canyon here. Um, in April, uh, Total War Rome is getting a remaster. I fucking saw that. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and so I put that down just for you. <laughs> I am so worried about that. Was that? I am just remasters of old games lately have not been going well. Any games, the, uh, all games have not been going well uh, here lately. Oh yeah, like the uh, the Warcraft remastered when they made that <laughs> from Blizzard was a complete and utter nightmare. This is Creative Assembly I, though. This is not Blizzard. I, I know, but there's still other games that tried to remaster and ended up completely foobarring it. True. Hopefully, True. the new content of Rome, like the 16 additional playable factions, the diplomacy systems getting overhauled, stuff like that. Hopefully, that'll help boost yeah. it up. It could go bad. It As a side bad. note, if I do get that mail semi check, I'm totally buying a sex toy. <laughs> I'm going to be one of those statistics. To, like, collect, You're gonna... to use. I'm starting uh, a collection. I, I, oh, okay, I, cool. I, Finally found what you were mentioning earlier. The Rose <laughs> that thing was weird. See, there's so like many different little... variations of it. Yeah, different like. Uh, there was like the Rose wand, there's like a... and all that weird stuff. Yeah, weird. They all look like weird eggs with small suction cups on the top of it. Well, yeah, like some of them are supposed to look, uh, like represent like oral mm -hmm. sex, and then there's like some of them that are. What's it? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Three oh. out of five. Maybe two. You got more? You look like you got no, more. No, that's it. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, at least they're not buying bad dragons. That's true. If you if you buy a bad dragon, I will be both scared and depressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the article mainly said that, um, that the Rose sex toy... Now, I don't know if Rose is the brand or if it's actually... The toy itself. I realize we're talking very loud, and our roommates probably going, "Why the fuck yeah, are they, they talking are having about a very good conversation?" Yeah, <laughs> I hey. knew they were gay. Be loud and proud talking about that stuff. It's funny as hell. Um, but yeah, I was like, "That's weird." I know we're kind of going back in circles to talk no, about the same it's, stuff. It's fine. It is okay. Um, if y'all are, if y'all are, uh ready then i will move on to the next one if not we can continue go on. for it okay so after gamestop which a company has been in the spotlight recently just because of all the wall street bets and the stock price stock market flipping out things like that yeah after their annual meeting in june eight members of the board of directors including reggie fils who was the old president of nintendo of america who joined last year him and seven other people are leaving the company in what's called a corporate shakeup. um which I guess is both good and bad and kind of baffles me now that their stock, it's not anymore, but it was doing supremely well. But I guess they want to have some change in policy, some change in leadership, things of that nature. Um, so that's just weird that it coincides after all that. Um, yeah, it's kind of coincidental. Yeah, before all the profit shakeups. 
and things like that. Um, the next one here, the next two, is a game that all of us have um, interest in. Uh, Dota 2. A, the, the anime just launched on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm intrigued to see how it's doing. Yeah, we need to start watching that. We do. I watched, I've actually watched the preview for it, and it doesn't look too bad, to be honest. It looks pretty good. It does look solid. Like, in the turn, in vain, or uh, in league with kind of like those other high-rated animes on Netflix. So, Castlevania, Seven Deadly Sins, things like that. Is it on Netflix? Huh? It's on Netflix? Yes. It's, it's on a Netflix Dota, uh, original. Yeah. Ah, okay. Dota Dragon's Blood. I think it's the name. Yes. Um... And the game, Dota, now has a new player mode to coincide with the anime, where if you're a brand new beginner, and Dota's a very complex game for those that have not played it. Yes. Now they have a new solo queue, where if you queue up by yourself in what's called the new player mode, it has a static pool of heroes, and you will only be queued up with new people that do that mode. You will never be stuck against parties or veterans or esports players. You won't get destroyed online. It'll be kind of all fresh faces to the game, which is really nice and helps people not get battered down, unmotivated, and install the game. So that's really cool. Uh, I see one problem instantaneously of that. Smurfs. <laughs> that is, they could easily make a new account. Yeah. Bad Gotta people. love them Smurfs, man. Speaking that's... of that, we need to go back play Paladins. <laughs> that's... I don't know why that has anything to do with Smurfs. Well, but... they're both like multiplayer big games. I guess. So. Um, we can do that shortly. Yeah. Well, Logan and I have to work tomorrow. That's so. true. Oh. Um, yeah. So, coinciding with both business and games, this merges them. Um, today, on the one of the biggest Switch releases came out today, and that's Monster Hunter Rise, which is exclusive to the Switch, which is still mind-boggling. Um, apparently, a company in Japan, the CEO gave the employees the day off and made it... Uh, what's called Mon Hun Day, so basically Monster Hunter Day, just gave everybody the day off so all their workers could play Monster Hunter. Because apparently it's, it's awesome. so big in Japan that nobody shows up to work. So the companies were just like, take the day off, go play the game, we don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> They knew. Yeah, they knew. They knew they would try it. Um, yeah, they knew they would try to go after that. Um, Sorry, I was blunt with the candle. No, you're good. Uh mm. So I'm glad that's doing well, and that's that people could enjoy it. Um, next, uh, Xbox Live, after 19 years, is no longer known as Xbox Live anymore. It is now called Xbox Network. Um, why? It basically refers to the service as a whole, and it's intended to distinguish the underlying service from Xbox Live memberships. So I guess it's kind of like a synonymous universal change to incorporate all their services. Um, which that again is it'll be like, an interesting change. Yeah, because I've known it as Xbox Live since I started. Yeah, so that's really weird. Um, one of the biggest stories of the week is apparently there was a, and this comes from the New York Times. I realize I haven't been saying the sources of all these, but that's okay. Um, there is a comedian named Jensen Carp who supposedly, some people are saying it's a hoax, some people are saying it's real, whatever. That's not the point. He is saying he found shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch box. And that's apparently been sweeping oh, the internet because that people funny to watch because people are now talking about it and how that happened. Those products don't even remotely go in the same family. So how someone in the line fucked up, I don't know. But <laughs> it just seems like too much um, of a fuck up to happen. Yeah. In the art, in the article, there's actually a lot of things that have came up in it. Um, I don't have the article up right now, but I do remember watching some other people discuss this one. Uh, apparently, it was a family-sized box bought from Kroger's. So, like, huh. or was it one of the other, like, mass department stores? Um, right. And it looked like the bag had been tampered with. Interesting. Uh, oh. And from the articles, they, you know... He showed other things he found in the bag. So he had the box. He had two of the bags because the box came with two bags. And one of the bags had tape on the end of it. They found it was two shrimp tails, some string, and what looked like rat shit. So basically, it wasn't a fresh bag. Yeah. They were saying that uh, it was most... our the, the company, a lot of the responses were really hilarious hearing the res company's responses to the uh, pictures and all that. Mm -hmm. But that last picture, which showed the tape on the back, said that it was possible tampering from a third party and that they were going to be doing quality inspections a bit more. 
but it was hilarious because it was clearly freaking shrimp tails when you looked at that image. It was funny as hell. Jesus. But, yeah, that's... So, <clears throat> I already didn't eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but now I'm really motivated not to. <laughs> so there's that. Um, I realized I missed one of the quick fire ones, and then after that, I just have a couple more, then I've gotten everything off my plate. Um, Steam Next Fest, which will take place June 16th to 22nd, will just be a rundown of a bunch of game demos, developer live streams, game trailers, stuff like that, set to kind of coincide and compete with E3. So that'll be interesting to see a bunch of stuff developed there. Um, next one from Engadget and Wall Street Journal, both sources covered this. After just acquiring... Bethesda, Microsoft is now in talks to buy Discord. Uh, so that's another huge acquisition if that ends up going through. There's rumors that they're doing it for more than $10 billion, which is significantly more than the Bethesda ZeniMax acquisition. So that'd be mind-boggling if that was to take place. How it would change Discord, I don't know. Whether it would incorporate any Windows Live services or anything like that, who's to say? But Why would they buy... Discord for more than they would Bethesda. Just because Discord has streamers. I and know I personally oh, yeah. have I personally have four different streamers that I watch Discord channels so that I can communicate and talk with their groups. And if you think about that, with the six, seven hundred thousand maybe streamers on Twitch and Facebook and uh caffeine if they all each of them have a discord channel that's a lot of discord channels with upwards of, of users like a few hundred thousand few hundred million users if they get a discord and they somehow throw something stupid in there like i don't know microtransactions or paid subscriptions or something like that it will either ruin or support Discord a lot. You've talked to your bros for more than 30 minutes. If you buy Xbox Live Gold, you can continue for the next three hours. They're going to go back to, like, minutes. <laughs> I mean, back in good old days. <laughs> I don't, Every message costs you, like, 0.5 cents or something like that. Uh, I would hope that the business model would stay relatively the same. I just hope that if it does happen that Discord as a whole... Because I'm satisfied with how Discord is right now. Yeah, so I would hope that as a whole, it remains relatively unchanged. My, my biggest concern will always be corporate, you know. They're buying up so many big-name companies and all that stuff. To all put them underneath the same banner, that is just asking for trouble. I mean, at some point, they'd have to stop because, you know, monopolization, you know, the Sherman Trust Act. Well, oh, uh, fuck them. Yeah, you did. Don't... Hi, Apollo. I, my giant golden lab is sitting here trying to look at my face. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, we have that, that turf act, but, you know, this is online companies that might not even be stationed in the U.S. And uh, mm, how True. things are changing in politics, I have no actual clue what's going to happen anymore. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see kind of what their viewpoints are and how they go with it. Um. So that, I thought that was crazy. And the last kind of, I thought this one was really cool. This one has to deal with kind of the field of science and research. Um, and this comes from Wired. Uh, so since the mid-1990s, thousands of birds have just been dropping dead and scientists have no idea why until now. So um, they've identified a deadly toxin that's been killing birds, an unknown neurotoxin that now has a name. I probably will butcher this. Uh, looks like atoxonotoxin. And so basically, invasive plants, bacteria, and chemical pollution in lakes and reservoirs combined to give off this toxin that was just floating around and birds dropped dead. And nobody had any idea why because there wasn't enough uh, pollution in the reservoirs or enough vegetation to kind of identify what's going on. But it's cool that it's sad that thousands of the birds died, but it's opportunistic now that it's now identified that it can be developed to kind of save all those eagles and other birds and everything else that's thousands had difficulties with that. Yeah, thousands of eagles have died from that. Holy cow. Yeah, thousands, it said like hundreds of eagles and thousands of other birds, but that's still um, very significant. Like, uh, uh, just a small number here. It says between uh, 1994 and uh, fall of 1994 and winter of 1995, 
when 29 bald eagles died at uh, at or near Lake D. Gray, Arkansas. Ar- Arkansas? A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S? Yeah, you Arkansas? got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, it just didn't look right to me. Uh, <laughs> but you all know my... the U.S.? <laughs> hey, you all know my grammar. So. Northeast of us. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, yeah. at first, but, yeah, the birds seemed yeah. to be untouched. But during autopsy, scientists uh, found uh, lesions on their brain and spinal cords. Oh. A condition uh, they named Avana Vocular. I can't even pronounce that word. A- uh, AVM for short. Uh, research uh, Researchers at the Department of Fish and Wildlife uh, searched for diseases or toxins like DDT that might cause this debilitating disease but they found hmm. nothing this is all this is of course you know before they figured out what you just mentioned but, but now that's, we know that's that's fascinating so 29 bald eagles between you know less than a year fall into winter so yeah about less but... than a year now there's hope, Sad, positive hope that there's hope they can develop it. Um, but in terms of stories, that's pretty much all I had this week. I don't have a story, but I have an article back to that back to the stimulus check, right? Mm-hmm. The fourteen hundred stimulus check. Um, where people were joking about how they're gonna spend the fourteen hundred dollars, and it's just a few of them I just want to read off because I thought they were pretty funny. So, uh, the first one is bank account $1,400. Me at Legal Seafoods. Hey, show me the illegal seafoods. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one Hold up. where <clears throat> it's like Eddie Murphy. I, I think I may have mentioned this at work, but I saw Eddie, it says, it shows Eddie Murphy sitting down where he's at five guys and he like has a, the King's crown and cape on. And he's like, bring me the sixth guy. <laughs> I like this one a lot. Cause you know, both eat Chipotle. Yes, we are. Oh God. Yes, we do. Bank Wait. account plus $1,400. Me at Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. Guacamole, please. <laughs> <laughs> now I can afford a $2 surcharge. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> um, those are pretty good. Hey, also, you remember what these things were called? Do that. Damn um, right. No, you um, don't. Um, uh, <laughs> capita. There you go. I think that's it. Spanakapita. Yeah, I think that's it. Target. Spanakapita. <laughs> Spanakapita. There you go. Spanic Peter. That didn't even peak the mic. That is the most claps you would get from me tonight. <laughs> hey, Logan. Hey. Hmm. Spanic Peter. I'm proud of you. Hmm. I am actually trying to find the list of illegal seafood now that you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually having a hard time finding a list. This bothers me. Why can I not find a list of illegal seafood? When the stimulus check hits, go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Bring there me the Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see your back room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Well, a lot of stuff this week. A lot of things going on. Some good, some bad, some eh. I feel like we didn't talk about as much stuff. But then again, you, you were kind of, like you said, you've been kind of I'm Taking it easy this week. I think I found the list. A list <laughs> of at-risk species that will be based on upcoming uh, traceable programs included. Uh, Dolphins is one of them. Abalona, A-B-A-L-O-N-E, Abalone. Uh, Atlantic cod, blue crab, but dolphin fish. Uh, groper, king crab, Pacific cod, red snappers. Sea cucumber, sharks, shrimps, sea- swordfish, uh, alabacor, alabacor, alabacor tuna, tuna. Uh, big really? eye tuna, skipjack tuna, and yellow fin tuna. I like tuna. I do too. That was that was the list I found. 
sorry, you mentioned it. Now my my head was curious, so I had to find it. Um, I realized I was very loudly slurping yeah. this to you. <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of the things I had on my list were just general discussion topics that you know I found fascinating that were like growing in popularity or were currently in popularity, like uh, current indie games, uh, Loop Hero, Phasmo. Um, what were the other two? I still uh, like play Phasmophobia again. Like Belheim, I guess isn't really an indie game. Those were like, they're really popular and growing right now. And I was just kind of curious on y'all's opinions on why that might be, or uh, well, what your guys' thoughts are on those games. Phasmophobia, I can tell you, is because it's a horror game like no other. It's very entertaining, very fun, and it's fucking scary. Valheim, I don't know. Quite frankly, I don't really give a shit about Valheim. I've seen some gameplay, not in the least bit interested in it. Um, seems like another survival craft. Whatever. It's a lot of fun, to be honest. I've played it. Um, as for other, I mean, I, I've been out of the indie loop. Just new game loop. I've kind of stuck with my Total War, my Warframe, Planet Side. I haven't really been looking at new stuff all that much. Um, the only thing I'm really excited for is Outriders. And even that, I'm going to oh. wait. And that's out actually, soon. That's out next week. I've, ac I've actually recently seen a video about um, punishing hackers on Outriders. Nice. Good. <laughs> I haven't watched the video yet, but uh, it is something that was in a topic. Uh, and I'm going to step back to a quick topic we mentioned. You guys mentioned Do uh, Dota 2 Dragon's Blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Apparently, the episodes on Netflix are going to be by books. Book one is the one that's currently out, and it's eight episodes. Each episode is 25 minutes. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. Which means they might have more books coming out. Interesting. Depending, Considering that's how it is. Like, when you're on Netflix, it has book one, eight episodes, and then trailers and more. And it's showing that each episode's about 25 minutes. I mean, that's eight episodes. That's about three and a half hours. That's not a it's pretty good. long watch, yeah. So, that that I thought yeah. was interesting and it's definitely really... something to uh, think about. Exactly. Um, something we need to watch and probably talk about next week. Yeah. Definitely. Good good topic. Um, but the other general uh, discussion topic I had on my list, I don't know if y'all will personally uh have much to put in on it was the like the seeing and seeming growing in popularity of games like D D. I know me and canyon have watched critical role and while i've been surfing uh twitch i have actually seen other youtubers and other streamers actually getting into games of D D live streamed on twitch and i was just kind of curious on y'all's opinion on that I can definitely see why it'd be growing. Um, you know, everyone's quarantined. They're stuck in their house. You know, what better better way to get out of your house, in a sense, than to go and enter a, a fantasy world with your friends. So, I mean, I can definitely see why D&D &D would be such a growing topic right now. Um, I've been wanting to actually kind of get into it a little bit myself, but... I haven't found a good group to play with, and I just don't know if I like it that much. I really enjoy watching it, because um, it is an escape from the house when you're not really able to get out as much. Not as much right now, because things are opening back up. But, um, you know, during quarantine, it probably saw a huge spike. I'd be interested to see the statistics on that, actually. The growth of D&D uh, during quarantine. Um, I've agreed. It's like I I I remember my family and my brother like mentioning uh D and D like players like Critical Role is probably the biggest one that we can probably mention. Um, and it's like I thought that was interesting, and I've watched it myself. I loved their first season, and I'm almost I'm fully caught up on their second. And then it's like when I was just stream jumping. I saw two other groups of fairly popular YouTubers and streamers mentioning that they had a D&D &D game going and that they'll be 
hosting it shortly. And I'm like, so it's actually something that's massively growing out there. I've been wanting to play it forever now, but finding a good DM that, you know, could help introduce me and my friends and all that to it. I just thought that was fascinating. It's really hard to find. Yeah. What's kind of cool is there are actually like apps on or uh, programs on Steam um, or a program on Steam that helps with that kind of stuff as well. So um, you don't have to create the whole player sheet and um, design your maps and like this physical map board. And unless you want to, there's like things like Dungeon Forge, which actually you can buy your own maps, which are pretty cool. Um, but this fantasy grounds thing on Steam is actually something that does it does it all for you. <clears throat> Y'all, I know it's Hero Forge, and I can't remember what I used. I used some mobile app whenever I was in a campaign years ago that we haven't touched since um, because life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> those are the two that I use. Um, again, sorry that I can't remember the name of the app, but um, Hero Forge, I never really use it that much myself, but I know plenty of people that have like made their own models and things like that. I just use the app and put some pictures in and wrote the details up. And stuff if like we that. had video, I would love to like paint models. Or with our skills talking. <laughs> yeah. Because because we're not good at it. Yeah. It'd be I think it'd be fun to watch and it'd be fun to learn. Yeah, to see oh, yeah. a very not good colored troll or dragon or whatever. Yeah. The uh app you might have been used might have been D and D Beyond. I know that one's growing in popularity right I, now. I remember the logo, it was some red dice or circle but i can't remember what it was um but then mini mini painting would be awesome like if if i actually found a uh group like an in-person group that we could all play with i know mini painting would be so much fun <laughs> even if we didn't play fun to, to sit down and just you know paint and well destroy these tiny little models Gets the, yeah. with our <laughs> awesome artistic skills. Uh, but, yeah. It would be fun. It'd be a lot of fun, I'd admit. Uh, it would be a good time to kind of see complete amateurs uh, go at it. Shit. Yeah? Yeah. Makes it for some funny-ass videos. It, yeah, it would, yeah. Newbies painting. Mm-hmm. All right, so the last thing I want to, to touch on is our release radar from Spotify. Mine sucked. <laughs> Doesn't yours always suck, though? It, yeah. <laughs> See, mine's usually pretty solid. It's shit that I don't listen to. <laughs> Bass Jackers, Ty Dolla Sign... Who the fuck is that? You know, you don't know Ty Dolla Sign? I have no clue. It's like a huge is. like hip hop rapper. I, I forget his exact genre, but he's he's whatever game he's in, he's he's up there. AJR. There's like Rag and Bone Man. I like Rag and Bone Man. August Burns Red. That's pretty good. That is a good one. Their new Icarus song is pretty badass. It's really good. Um, Fame on Fire's Headspace acoustic version is really nice. I did like that a lot. Um, First to Eleven, which is a cover band, did a cover of Inner Sandman. I hated it. <laughs> and you really like First to Eleven. I do. Um, is that was those the highlights of yours? Pretty much. Um, so I also had Icarus, and, and of course, uh, Beartooth. Bear, oh, Past is Dead is really good. Not as good as Devastation for me personally, but I did enjoy it. Devastation was just too good, though. It really was. Um. Hollywood Undead did a song with All Good Things, which I don't really know who All Good Things are, but that was called For the Glory. That's really solid. Um, Saliva, one of my favorite bands from the mid-2000s, grew up with them. It was fantastic. Um, did a modern-day version of Your Disease, which was one of their biggest songs from the early 2000s, and oh my god, the difference that like a decade makes is... Or two decades. I forget how old the song is. It's old. But that's fantastic. Um... NF, which is one of the biggest rappers in the game, put out his first mixtape. I listened to that. Which NF is, I, I really like NF because he's people. From what I've noticed, people that like people that like NF are people that don't like rap. 
but we'll listen to him even though he's a rapper. Like that's what I've kind of, that's the trend that I've kind of noticed because it's not like other um, kind of trends that we've that we've tried to listen to where it's a bunch of nonsense and flexing about the new Lamborghini or Maseratis or how many pounds of whatever substance they've obtained that week. No NFs about more like personal stories and hardships and struggles of life. A bit more down to earth stuff, which is kind of why he's done really well. Um, and Evanescence had a new album, which I don't really know Evanescence discography all that well. I've been listening to, I'm about halfway through that album. Really like it so far. Um, and that was kind of the main highlights. Oh, and the deluxe edition of Lamb of God's 2020 album, which came with a lot of live tracks and a couple bonus songs, which is really good for people that like that more raw atmospheric, atmospheric feel. Um, so yeah, there were some hits, some misses, but not a bad week. Last week sucked because my release radar was just like, here's 10 new songs and we gave you 20 from last week. So last week, nothing came out. But yeah. this week, this week's pretty good. This week is pretty solid overall. That was mine. I don't, use, I, I don't use Spotify. So okay. I, I can't throw anything in Christian had the, had the I, best I, release I, radar out of us three. I, I think literally the only things I've been listening to is my regular playlist I have on uh, YouTube Music. And a lot of it I listened to over the week was primarily lo-fi, just so I can work without being distracted. Uh, I think the specific, the specific batch I listened to was the Mighty Vibes. Occasionally, I, I love occasionally lo-fi. I, I jump to my other music, but lo-fi was the main thing I listened to. Lo-fi is not bad though. Lo-fi is really good, especially for those when you're in that calmer mood. And yeah. I listened to it a lot when I was in when I was in college. Um, that was a good time. But, uh, but, wow, there is a lot to digest in this past uh, almost hour. <laughs> but we went from Greek pastries to bird toxin to a bunch of game updates, a bunch of stimulus updates, business news, um, music. There's a lot of stuff. Spin it, Kapita. Spin Dude, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I remembered. Look at you. Um, well, uh, Christian, as our uh, as the new uh, spe- as the new speaker for technically since it's the first episode of our quote unquote relaunch, um, you know it's been yeah, it's been a very good um, experience getting all three of us together like this. So mm-hmm. I wanted to see if you had. Any other insight or closing thoughts before we kind of uh, all uh, sat down and parted ways? Don't waste your money gambling. Don't. Hey, I have went gone with that sentiment for all my life. So. <laughs> so, See, hey. I can't afford to gamble because I have to buy medicine. <laughs> and your legendary luck still strikes you as always. Hey, I've been gambling once, and I walked in with a dollar and walked out with two. So you know what? I'm on a good streak. You what? How long ago was that? And you could still when sit I turned there 18. With... <laughs> so a while. And you could still sit there with an 80% dodge rate and get hit three times in a row. You know we're gonna. Thanks for coming to listen to the night drop. <laughs> um, wow, your pride just if got you dashed. Just, if you liked it, then we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs>